Hello everyone, welcome to the 25th uh, episode of Trending Again. Um, in today's episode we're going to be talking about the Golden Globes mainly and also the Critic Choice Awards. Um, I'll give my thoughts on the new Velma series and also uh, The Last of Us. So yeah, let's get straight into this episode. Starting off with uh, the Golden Globes and my favourite moments from the night are... Uh, the person I found like the funniest from from the night was Jennifer Coolidge, who won Best Supporting Actress for a television limited series motion picture for her role in White Lotus, which I have actually not seen. But after like watching her on the last two um, award shows, I really want to go check it out. So I'll, I'll be uh, going and checking that out for sure because yeah, I just. I don't know, I really found her quite quite funny. Um, yeah, in her speech, she thanked Mark White, even though he killed off her character, but changed her. She said he changed her life in a million ways. Um, that the neighbours are speaking to her now and also <laughs> um, that he, ca- he cares about people, he cares about animals, and she that he makes people want to live and she didn't want to live. <laughs> so, yeah, it was um, quite funny. She also uh, presented an award earlier in the night as well. Um, so she explained, like, when she got called up to ask to be a presenter that she was uh, afraid she'd fall over or mispronounce a person's name, um, which I also fear fear that because, like, uh, I do, like, reactions on on YouTube, so, and a lot of them are overseas artists, and their names I can never pronounce properly, but yeah, so I can understand that fear, so I've I've literally stopped saying their names in in some of my videos, if I, or like, I'll say the the name that I um, can pronounce, but I won't say like the last name or whatever, but yeah, um, only to go on and when she announced the uh, the winner, she's like, oh, so the winner of the Oscar is, and then she's like, oh, Golden Globe. I mean Golden Globe, Golden Globe, Golden Globe. So, yeah. Um, another standout for me was uh, Kiwi Kwan, um, who also had a really inspiring speech. So he, when he was a child, he was in The Goonies and also in Indiana Jones. So um, he, he won for Best Supporting Actor for the movie Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Um, in in his speech, he thanked Steven Spielberg um, for giving him a shot when he was younger, and uh, Daniel Kwan and Daniel, um, probably going to, speaking of mispronouncing names, uh, Daniel Schneid, Schneid, I can't remember how to say it now. Anyway, <laughs> um. Yeah, so he went on to thank those guys for giving him another chance and, and thinking of him for for the role. He went on to say, uh, um, after not getting any roles, if he had given that he he felt like was that all he, he could give, all his, his greatest achievements were going to be the ones he had as a kid, um, only for his life to basically turn around all again um, with this new movie he's starred in 
and more on the way. So yeah, um, and it, yeah, I've, I'll I'll get into the other thing later. Actually, no, I'll just say it now. He uh, also won Best Supporting Actor for the Critic Choice Awards as well. Um, another funny moment was Millie Alcock when she went up to um, ex- accept the award with uh, Emma D'Arcy and there was someone else. I can't remember. I should have wrote that down in my notes. But anyway, she, she went up drunk and basically <laughs> went over to Emma D'Arcy and was starting to lean on her uh, shoulder basically and, yeah, just giggling and laughing. So, yeah, that was pretty funny. Um, I was also super happy to see Zandaya win Best Television Actress uh, for a drama series for her role in Euphoria. Now, uh, I absolutely love Euphoria, both the first and second season. Um, I was watching a guy's YouTube video the other day for his top 10 worst shows of the year, and he had Euphoria on there, and I'm like, what? Why? No, no. So, but yeah, I was really disappointed when I seen that in his um, top 10. But I absolutely loved Euphoria season one and two. I'm really looking forward to the new season this year. Um, so, yeah. And uh, I mentioned this in an earlier episode of Training Again um, that I believe Zendaya will get an Oscar. I'm not saying she's going to win this this season. I mean, when she gets a dramatic role in a movie. So yeah, I I believe that for sure she's going to eventually get an Oscar. Just I don't know, she's probably one of the greatest actresses uh working today, especially of her generation for sure. Hands down. I don't usually like to say that kind of stuff, but yeah, I don't know. Um yeah, I I also uh Another uh, great moment from the night was also uh, Austin Butler winning Best Actor for a Motion Picture Drama for his role in Elvis. So I have recently watched Elvis and, man, he just gets, like, Elvis. He, <laughs> he just gets every aneurysm. Like I, I even went and watched watched um an interview with him and Jimmy Fallon and he he even explained in the interview the different uh styles and ways Elvis talked over the years, which I, I didn't even even notice and then just seeing him just like snapping a character like that. Uh amazing. So yeah. I think what I was trying to think of was like ma- mannerisms. Is that is that the word? Ma- yeah, mannerisms. So yeah, and the way he talks, and apparently he even performed one of the uh, songs actually in the movie. So yeah, pretty pretty darn impressive. Pretty damn impressive indeed. So he totally deserved it. Um, yeah. So let's. That's pretty much art. Let's talk about Eddie Murphy as well, also uh, winning. Yeah, uh, Eddie Murphy won the Cecil B. DeMille Award um, 
in in which he gave people advice for uh, for lasting in the industry with the number one rule being pay your taxes, number two, minding your business, and number three, keeping Will Smith's effing name out your mouth. Um, and apparently it's a big hit, that joke. I actually find it a year, year late. But anyway, that's just my personal opinion. <laughs> but yeah, like that, the paying the taxes made me laugh. I was kind of like the, the last one. I get it, but I was like, it, it feels a, a year late. <laughs> but anyway, um, let's get into the Critic Choice Awards. And a lot of um, ones that won in the Golden Globes also managed to win in the Critic Choice Awards. Um, so Best Director for Golden Globes was Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans, which I'm pretty sure he wins for the Critic Choice Awards. Also, uh, Best Animated Movie from the Golden Globes was Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio um, over... Inuo, haven't heard of that. That looks like an anime. Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. Uh, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, which I haven't seen, but I've been hearing some really great things about, so I'll have to get on onto that. Uh, Turning Red, which I have, we reviewed on uh, the one of the other shows, so if you want to go find that, you can. I can't remember which episodes it's in, but I'm sure it's in the description. Um. Yeah, is there anything else that I want to really compare to the Critic Choice Awards? So, best picture was The Fablemans over Avatar, Elvis, Tar, and Top Gun Maverick. So, Top Gun was such a good movie, but I understand The Fablemans winning because Top Gun kind of like you know just a traditional heroic movie it's not really a drama same as avatar i can understand why that didn't win either it's just like a blockbuster picture another movie i haven't seen yet but apparently is pretty good and doing really well at at the uh movies last i checked it was getting close to the two billion dollar club so yeah uh yeah let's go ahead and Our best actress was Kate Blanchett over. I thought Margot Robbie was in here. Olivia Coleman, Viola Davis, Anna Diarmas, and Michelle Williams. Maybe she was in a different category. But anyway, um, yeah, Kate Blanchett. Let's go over to the Critic Choice Awards. Okay. So at the Critic Choice Awards, the best picture was Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. So best picture was Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Uh, young performer was Gabrielle Lebel for The Fablemans. Uh, acting ensemble, Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. Haven't watched that either, but apparently good. 
actress, uh, best actress, Kate Blanchett, which she also won for the Golden Globes. So very likely probably get the Oscar too. I wouldn't be too surprised. Uh, supporting actor in a drama series. Uh, I've got no idea how to say his name, so I'm skipping that one. Supporting actor, uh, Ki Wei Kwan, for his role in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, uh, which he also won the Golden Globe for. Um, best song in a motion picture, Natu Natu, which I also won for um, the Golden Globe as well, but I still strongly believe that Hold My Hand should have won. My personal opinion, but anyway. Was obviously popular, but not obviously it's not a popularity contest <laughs> with these awards shows unless we have the People's Choice Awards or something. Yeah, and then our supporting actress, Angela Bassett, won for her role in Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Um, I'm just trying to go over stuff that... Uh, supporting actress in a drama series, Jennifer Coolidge, uh, The White Lotus... And she also had another great speech in uh, the critical at the critic awards um, by saying it's not over until you're dead. And she hopes that people find it inspiring, which has been actually quite a common theme with Brendan Fraser recently coming back. Um, he he won best actor at the critic choice awards for his role in the whale. Another film I haven't seen, but want to watch. <laughs> uh, Zendaya also won again for her role in Euphoria. I said earlier, I believe she's going to be up for an Oscar once she gets a dramatic role in a movie. What else have we got here? Uh, supporting actress in a movie m- miniseries, Niecy Nash. Animated series, Harley Quinn. Over... Bob's Burgers, Star Trek Lower Decks, Bluey, Undone, and Gendy, Travoskis, Tatavoskis, Travoskis, Primal. Uh, another uh, one that surprised me actually, uh, Daniel Radcliffe, actor in a movie or miniseries, The Weird Al Yankovic Story, another movie I really want to watch. Um, I'm not sure how to watch that yet. Must be able to rent it by now. If actually, I'm going to go watch it straight after this this show if I can rent it. Uh, yeah, he won over Andrew Garfield for Under the Banner of Heaven, Sebastian Stan for Pam and Tommy, Ben Foster the Survivor, Samuel L. Jackson The Last Days of P.L. Lammy Gray. Uh, ben Winshaw, this is going to hurt. He won over those. Um, everything, everywhere, all at once has really been actually cleaning up. Eh? It's going to be a very interesting Oscars um, season. Best makeup, Elvis. 
which I've have seen. Um, I've watched everything everywhere all at once too. Great movie. Um, there's a lot that I haven't seen though, so it's really hard to like say whether they're super deserving because I want to watch The Whale because apparently that's pretty pretty powerful and I love Brendan Fraser so definitely be checking that out when I get the chance um yeah I think that's pretty much everything I want to cover for that um was there any oh Brendan Brendan Fraser's uh speech in the Critic Choice Awards so powerful I want you to know that if you too can have the strength to just Get to your feet and go to the light. Good things will happen. Thank you for this honor, Critics' Choice Association. Um, thank you. It was, uh, it was, it was Herman Belleville who once wrote that there are only five critics in America. The rest are asleep. I don't know what it means either, but I'm... I'm sure glad you woke up for me. Where were you for furry vengeance? This, this, this movie, The Whale, is about love. It's about redemption. It, um... It's about, it's about finding the light in a dark place. And I'm so lucky to have worked with an ensemble that is incredible and includes Hong Chao, who should have her own movie based on every character she's ever played. And Sadie Sink, who is, in, I've been telling everybody that she's incredible. How, how who are you? you your talent presages your years. It took me 32 years to get here. <laughs> and Ty Simpkins, you you won the game ball every day. And and Sam Hunter, you're my lighthouse, a writer. And Darren Aronofsky, I was in the wilderness, and I probably should have left a trail of breadcrumbs. So, but you found me. And um, like all the best directors, you merely just showed me where to go to get to where I needed to be. If you, like a guy like Charlie, who I played in this movie, in any way struggle with obesity, or you just feel like you're in a dark sea, I want you to know that if you too can have the strength to just get to your feet and go to the light, good things will happen. Thank you. Good night. Yeah, his speech was pretty powerful, so I'm looking forward to checking out uh, The Whale. And yeah, let's get into Velma, which has released two episodes so far 
And um, so basically what they've done is revamp the gang. No Scooby-Doo in this. It's kind of like as called Velma. So it's all about Velma, but they've changed everything all up and revamped the show, um, which is it Kaylee something or other? Okay. So the the voice actress for um, Velma is Mindy Kaling, so... Okay, so let's get into Velma. And um, so they've released two episodes. So the new Velma series, if you don't know, it's basically a revamped show. Um, Mindy Kaling is the voice. Um, They've changed every character's ethnicity except for Fred. So um, they've got Velma is now Indian in this series or this universe of Velma. Um, You've also got Daphne, who is of Asian descent. Um, Fred still being white, and Shaggy is no longer Shaggy. He has now got the name Norville, which is apparently his original name anyway. But yeah, Norville, and he is um, African-American, I guess, or whatever you want to call it. African-American, yeah, we'll just say go with that. Sounds good. (laughs) So, yeah, anyway, in the show. All right, I don't even know where to begin. It's um, kind of like an adult swim style show. So it's based at adults, definitely not for kids. It literally opens up with, um, so spoilers here, by the way, if you don't want to here anymore uh basically opens up from memory with um velma well this is how adult it gets they go into the girls locker room all the girls are naked in the uh show like literally in the animated show um and they find a dead body in Velma's closet which then people think she um murdered the girl in it um so she has to go around and try and figure out who's murdering um people at school she's also having hallucinations because her mother went missing when she was a kid so she stopped um she used to solve mysteries when she was little and her mum would leave like mysteries for her to solve anyway uh and it wasn't until her mum went missing on her birthday she gave her a present and said she can't open it until she gets home and she never came back so anyway it's a little bit of backstory for ya so um yeah but <laughs> There's a lot of social justice stuff in in this, and it's like beating you over the head. Um, Norville is very very simpy, <laughs> um, so to the point he's willing to give up like basically a kidney to because Velma needs, I think it's five hundred dollars. Um, to give to Daphne 
for um something that she I can't remember what it was she needed now. See how interesting that show is. <laughs> uh yeah, but basically yeah, she needed five hundred dollars for something for Daphne because they aren't getting on anymore. Um in the show when they're older. They were best friends when they were younger, but uh Daphne's now popular and and Def, uh Velma's jealous. <laughs> anyway, um so yeah. And Fred being being um he <sighs> look I just really wish they had of race swap Fred too <laughs> because poor Fred he um <laughs> he basically ends up being the suspect for the murders and he ends up having to go into court to um which he hi- hires Velma's dad who is a lawyer um to defend him in court anyway they dress him up like a little boy because um one of the jokes in in the series is that um, Fred still hasn't even hit puberty yet. He's got a small penis. Blah 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 blah. Anyway, um, so so they dress him up as like a little kid when he gets out of the uh, car to go to court, and all all the journalists are like, "Oh, we're so wrong. He's so innocent." And blah blah blah. Anyway, it starts raining only for it to wash all the makeup away and literally he gets a Hitler mustache and one of the photos they get is of him doing like the um, raised right hand of Hitler basically. So yeah, uh, <laughs> poor Fred has been uh, very mistreated. They could have made a new character. Like I, I wish they just had a race swaps Fred and just brought in another new character to the, and they could have still done that but now like you know just mean just mean poor freddy but yeah anyway <laughs> so as you can imagine this uh show has been getting a heck of a lot of backlash um also there's been recent reports and rumors um that they've already greenlit a season two for this um we're only two episodes into Velma. You never know. The series could totally turn around. I don't see it happening. But, um, yeah, it was apparently the biggest show on HBO Max to come, like, when it came out. So it had super high ratings, but I think that was just out of pure curiosity. People just wanted to go see what this what this show was like. Um, I'm probably going to keep watching it and I'll give you guys more updates. I'm surprised I actually made it through three of the two episodes. Rings of Power, I made it through, I think, three episodes and then I gave up on that series. I really didn't like it. Um, so, But there is a lot of shows I'm super excited for this year. Uh, speaking of our new shows, Last of Us also came out today. Um, I'm not going to go too much spoilery into it, but the first episode was really great. Um, and there's a lot of love for the original game in there, like to the point they've recreated scenes and dialogue from the game and put it in the series. So 
yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing where that series goes. It's only one episode in, but I really like the first episode. And from some of the critics that have seen the second episode have said the second one's even better. So super excited for that. We've obviously got more House of the Dragon to come this year. I'm super excited for that. My favorite series by far of um, 2022. And Euphoria is right up there for me too. It's probably in its second. Um, but yeah, I absolutely loved House of the Dragon. It, I, I liked it even more than probably nearly all the seasons of Game of Thrones. And Game of Thrones is pretty up there for me. Um, especially like season two to, to about season... Five-ish, I don't know. I'd probably have to rewatch, but yeah. Um, <clears throat> but there's good moments in throughout the whole, all the seasons. But I found the first season of Game of Thrones really slow because I got so much stuff to set up. But I I made it through it, and I think it's like the last two episodes where I really got into Game of Thrones. Um, when it came out, but House of the Dragon had me from the very first episode, which is can be pretty rare. Like Stranger Things is another one that captured me straight from the start um as well but yeah so excited for for that um as i said i'll keep watching but um, it's not looking looking real good though um what was i yeah so okay so <laughs> that was the other thing i wanted to check out so uh the the ratings for velma at the moment uh, 1.8 stars on IMDb, 1.4 stars by audiences on Google, and a 46% uh, rating by top critics with an average audience score of 7% on Rotten Tomatoes. So it's not looking good. I'm surprised there's um, rumours swirling about a season two for that so far, but who knows? Who knows? We'll have to see what's to come in the weeks ahead. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Trending Again. Um, I'll probably have Bridget on in a future episode soon um, because it's so much more fun doing this with people. But I'm going to try and give you guys at least an episode every week, um, even if that means I've got to do it on my own. But, yeah, hopefully I can get some more people on um, in the near future. Bridget will definitely be up for coming on um, episodes. The only thing issue with her is um, she lives about two hours away from me. So, yeah. Anyhow, uh I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I'll see y'all in the next one. Until then, bye-bye. Well, what a groovy episode that was. Today was really interesting, folks. Hopefully we'll see you next time. Like and subscribe and don't forget, stay groovy.